This is episode 102 of the IDRA Class Notes Podcast. Everything is important, and it's important to the families, but also some very serious things are happening. Uh, the classroom size is going from 20 to 25 to one teacher, 25 to 30. In high schools, you're going to have classes of 40 and 50 kids. It's affecting the economic future of the state. Now, any state in the similar situation as Texas is right now should have online tools so that the community can document and respond because we have to make policymakers know what are the direct effects of their decisions. Hello, welcome to the Adiray Class Notes podcast. Today we're going to tell you about an initiative that Adiray started this last fall called Fair Funding Now, Excellent Schools for All Texas Students. Um, this is Texas-focused, but we're going to talk about how it can be a good resource for others who are going through some of the same battles in terms of equitable school funding. So today we have Aurelio Montemayor. Hello. Hi. And Lori Posner. Hi. And uh, they've been uh, very involved in this, and we're going to, first of all, just kind of outline what the initiative is and what we've been doing uh, recently. Well, you know, last summer, summer of 2011, our legislature in Texas made a very, very harsh decision. They decided to cut, oh, almost $7 billion from our education budget. It has really hit hard. And my organization, as an advocate for excellent public schools, decided to start a campaign called Fair Funding Now, Excellent Schools for All Texas Students. And we had a series of roundtables, and these were co-convened by the NAACP, by the LULAC group in Texas, by the Mexican-American School Board Members Association, and the Texas Center for Education Policy at UT Austin, and also in collaboration with MALDEF, the Mexican-American Legal Defense and Education Fund. And what we did was develop a set of tools for the meetings, uh, more as a training of trainers. These weren't for large groups, uh, small groups. And we decided we would uh, develop slides, mm-hmm. let's say a PowerPoint, to tell the story. I developed uh, some graphics and flyers. But the most innovative thing we did is we developed some online interactive mapping tools. Mm-hmm. And we think these are very powerful. And uh, I'd like Laurie to talk a little bit about that. You know, one thing is that Fair Funding Now at IDRA is a partnership of a number of organizations. Uh, it's a kind of a coalition between IDRA with um, LULAC... NAACP, MOSBA, the Mexican-American School Board Members Association, MOSBA, and the Texas Center for Educational Policy at UT Austin. And because it's a partnership with a number of networks, and we want to make sure that people across the state can give voice to uh, how the funding cuts that Aurela mentioned were $6.4 billion worth of of funding cuts, uh, how they're affecting communities and schools and, and, and specifically children around the state. So working with our partners, we designed a set of online tools that would be useful for networks, uh, be useful for individuals, for families, community members, and teachers to share their stories of how the funding cuts are affecting them. Uh, one of those tools is a, is a crowd map, and we're using an online platform for that. If you go to schoolfunding.crowdmap.com, uh, you can check this out, and it allows people to, in a very quick way, place their story about how funding cuts are affecting them on, on a map. And that map locates their story anywhere in the state um, where they're impacted. And in a bit, I'll, I'll share with you some of the stories that we've had. See, one of the things we knew is that when policymakers make decisions, 
and don't get a reaction to their decisions, negative or positive to the community. That decision just lies. And these particular decisions that were made last summer in a special session here in Texas were really, these were draconian cuts. And the concern was that the community would notice and not say anything or not have a way to speaking about it. So when Laurie is talking about this crowd map, it's the use of current technology as a way so that dots appear on the map as people respond. So what some of those dots are, for example, just to, to share with you some of the stories that, that came in just this last weekend posted to the map um, as part of the Save Texas Schools event gathering that took place in San Antonio, which um, has been posted on, on Nowcast, Nowcast San Antonio, if, if you'd like to learn more about that event. But one of the stories, for instance, was from a teacher who said, I care for and love my students. I have been deeply affected by budget cuts. I have not had enough money to purchase more playbooks and novels to make class sets so that I could allow my children to take a book home to reread or do homework. And another uh, community member submitted a story, this story. As I approached Page Middle School one morning, I heard on the radio that it was 29 degrees with an expected high of 41 for the day. I saw a young girl walking up to the campus wearing shorts and a t-shirt wrapped in a small baby blanket to stay warm. I couldn't help but think of what money her family had to spend on school supplies, fees for sports, band, etc., that could have gone toward buying clothing or countless other families who've had to make the decision between school supplies, uniforms, sports, fine arts, food on the table, rent, utilities, and medicine. Shame on us for putting families in that impossible situation on a daily basis. We know that the funding cuts, for instance, that have come down from the state to the school level of four schools to make very tough choices themselves and then in some cases pass those costs on to families. For instance, cutting uh, bus service, which is something that both shared uh, around the state, particularly in the lower Rio Grande Valley, cutting uh, after-school supports, cutting counseling staff, and cutting teachers, causing classrooms to be more crowded. You know, Laurie, and this is a story that probably keeps being told in different ways around the country where somehow the community has not put education on the front burner, or at least the policymakers haven't, and so cuts are made and schools are affected. And like in Texas, the schools that have, have the least resources and are serving the, the neediest families are the ones get hit the hardest. As we hear parents say, for example, the teachers have to buy their own paper, they don't tutor anymore because there's no more tutoring money or they have to volunteer for that. Even when the cheerleaders didn't go on a trip because they cut the, the transportation money, some of these things to an educator might seem a little bit trivial or not important. Everything is important, and it's important to the families, but also some very serious things are happening. Uh, the classroom size is going from 20 to 25 to one teacher, 25 to 30. In high schools, you're going to have classes of 40 and 50 kids, so that it's affecting the economic future of the state. Now, any state in the similar situation as Texas is right now should have tools, online tools, so that the community can document and respond because we have to make policymakers know what are the direct effects of their decisions. Exactly, and one of the kinds of tools that helps people get a, a handle on how funding cuts are, are affecting their schools is... Um, is to look at the data, also uh, mapped data, and that's another tool that, that we've provided. Um, this is really critically important in Texas, but also, of course, in other states where um, we know that 
in over 30 states there has been brought some kind of litigative action against the state in order to address inequities. Um, and also then in the last two years, there have been cuts to everything from pre-K 12 to higher education in about 40 states. So we know a lot of a lot of states are facing these same issues. And one of the tools that, that's helpful in people kind of getting there, wrapping their arms around the impact for them is a data map that for this, we use just a, a Google platform. And, and you can create this yourself using um, Google Fusion Tables, uh, which is a, a beta product. But if you just go to Google and look at Fusion Tables, you can use simple Excel tables to bring in data on the amount of funding cuts that are by county, for example, by a geographic area like a county, and then a cut. And if you look at those two things together in, a, in an Excel spreadsheet, you can create a very simple map. And that's what we did on our site. And that's another tool that's available to people to search, look at funding cuts by county and funding cuts by district. The address, if you want to see what we created for Texas, is http colon slash slash B-U-D-U-R-L, butearl.com, C-O-M, backslash, I-D-R-A in caps, and then in lowercase, fair fund. If you come to the I-D-R-A website, on the right you'll see a little icon that's it's in red that says fair funding. Now you click on it, you can then see all these products. But these are easily adaptable to other states. It'll take some work. You'll need a, a grassroots group or a tech group or a nonprofit organization or somebody to sit down and put this data together. But once it's together, for example, right now, anybody in this state can go to their community, to their school district, or to their county and see how many millions and millions of dollars they were cut this year and for the next year, too, because it's by enemy. It's a two-year cut. This is Christy. I wanted to mention, you know, we, we're talking about the cuts, which in Texas were not necessary. We had a rainy day fund. There was money available. And the, the policymakers decided not to use that. But the other issue is the inequity. And they also decided not to fix some loopholes, essentially, in the uh, funding system. And so I know y'all have been talking with people about that. We've dealt with this issue. That's what IDRA was founded on over um, almost 40 years ago. And it can be really complicated. So what kind of questions are you getting? How have y'all talked about the issue of equity? Well, first of all, in litigation, you had mentioned the litigation strand. We are right now supporting the information strand. We're just giving information out. But in court, they're fighting, and there's four clusters fighting. There's over 500 schools going to court on this. But one group of schools is represents the property wealthy schools and they probably will not worry or don't want to bring up the equity issue they just want more money than money was cut off a significant number of schools though, are concerned about the equity issue which means we don't have to continue we don't want to continue the thousands of dollars difference between what low property tax schools get versus the rich ones and it just so happens that the majority of the minority and poor children in this state are located in the low resource schools so if that equity continues even if the court says okay put the money back if there's no equity in this distribution our kids will con- and, and resources will continue to lag behind so and one of the ways that we tried to illustrate this is with an infographic that looks at the hundred wealthiest schools and this property wealthy schools and property poor schools and did a comparison. And that's where that number, it's about $1,400 difference Mm -hmm. per pupil spending, which when you multiply it by, let's say, you know, a class of 25 or 30 becomes quite a bit of a resource difference. It's close to $27,000 per classroom. And so the the funding cuts exactly exacerbate those pre-existing inequities. So that's one of the things that's really important. um, If you're looking to develop a an initiative to kind of try to bring attention to this in your community, in your state, 
to point out what are the pre-existing inequities before the cuts that took place in the last few years? Yeah. And we found, if you visit our site, that these graphics are very useful in explaining it to families, to the business community, to everybody. Because in Texas, for example, in many communities, in most communities, the school district is the largest business in town. And when they start letting go of people, whether it's a teacher, a custodian, whatever, it has a domino effect on all the businesses, from the gas station to the grocery store. And so the whole community is affected, and it's important that we let our communities know how this affects. It's not just one teacher that lost her job. It's many other things that are happening. In terms of communities taking action, which is exactly this, this initiative, Fair Funding Now, builds, mobilizes grassroots leadership around the state to be able to speak out on behalf of neighborhood public schools and to speak for the kinds of resources that schools need to really do a great job and serve all children well. But in making that case, it's important that community members are able to have the resources to connect the dots. Um, And so providing really clear, concise information that people can immediately use to to make that case is important. So, for instance, um, one of the ways that we're doing that is um, by linking these resources to our school portal. Our school portal provides data on how students are doing uh, in schools across the state. And then we're looking at how the funding cuts impact how students are doing. To look at just one indicator as an example, IDRA published its attrition study in the fall and posted these results on on the Our School portal. And just to give you an example, in Harris County, Texas, our study found that one in three students is lost to attrition each year. And in Harris County, the legislature cut $550 million from public schools there. That's the largest school district in Texas, I think the fourth largest in the country. And then in Bear County, where about 35% of students are lost to attrition, the state cut $240 million. And in the counties on the edge of the um, southern Texas border, the, where the attrition rate is 41%, the legislature chose to cut $170 million. So you can see, without regard to how schools are able to meet the needs of students at this point, there were additional cuts. So we're presenting the macro data And we want the local communities, we want everybody to document at the personal level, what did my classroom, what did my school lose? And so the the action we want to take, and we're supporting, is that those red dots increase on the map, that they support resolutions by the school board, Mm -hmm. bringing the issue to the fore, that the community be informed. And I think across the country, this use of media is so important. Now that we have so much social media, that the community get that information, have it available, and it be shared in, you know, within the community. And just one last note, as we close, um, the online tools are bilingual, English, Spanish, yes. uh, just to facilitate our communication in the, com- in the community, and many of the comments that are on the crowd map are in Spanish, mm-hmm. and, yes. uh, so we want to meet people where they are. Thank you all so much, and uh, we will have links to the Fair Funding Now uh, website and some of the resources on the show notes as well. Thank you all for listening. Thank you for listening to IDRA Class Notes. For more information on IDRA and other Class Notes topics, go to www.idra.org. You can also send us your thoughts by email to podcast at idra.org.